This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Tonight's episode is Not Open Bar. That's going to be the title of their episode. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So how are things? Uh, not too bad. Just uh, uh, same old, same old for me. Going to work, being essential, trying not to catch stuff. Well, have you... <clears throat> what is? How is Missouri? Are they starting to reopen yet? I think that's supposed to be next week. Okay. So we'll see. Well, we're into our getting into our second week of reopening. Ooh, how's that going? I don't know. I mean, I haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm not thinking it's going to be too good. Oh, you don't? Uh, Georgia reopened two weeks ago, and since they did, their number of positive corona cases has gone up 40%. So. Yeah, but was it already on that trajectory, or is that because they opened? I don't know. That it can't help. Question. No, it can't help. But no, I uh, see. Last it was last Friday. They reopened. They said the governor said you could reopen retail stores, restaurants, and movie theaters at 25% capacity. But most of the movie theaters, I know Cinemark, which is headquartered here in Plano said, no, we're not going to reopen until June in any case. So hmm. I know at least one theater is not. I don't think any of them are. So I don't know. I haven't ventured out yet. I'm not in well, any hurry to do so. What's venturing out? Well, I've gone to the grocery store. I have been to uh office supply store to get something. I've been here and there, but I'm not just going to start going into restaurants and bars or anything like that anytime soon. So I'm not, you know, I might turn my house into a complete hermitage, but nor am I going back to the type of, the type of thing I used to be going as far as being out. So, yeah, I mean, for me, I didn't, you know, we went and got Mexican tonight. I haven't had Mexican in several weeks. I have so. on carryout, but it's not no, that's the same. What we did. Well, that's what we did. We did carryout, so. <clears throat> Tex-Mex is not the same carryout. Well, Just I'll agree with that, but. Mm. But we did something, so. I'm just trying to figure out, and I have been wanting to contact my LCS this week to see if they got anything in. Of the new stuff, because there was some stuff from DC that was supposed to have trickled out or whatever. Uh, and there? I don't know. He's been put, so my LCS has been putting stuff on Facebook about some. You know, back issues, and he'll have some high-dollar back issues, and he'll have some two-dollar back issues, and he's just throwing them out there, and people are buying them, I guess, or contacting him, and he's doing curbside, so I know he's doing it. I haven't done any of that myself for like three weeks since I got the last of uh, those low-numbered X-Men from a collection he just bought, so. Right. So I've just been ordering stuff online, but 
I'm guessing since we got the new order forms and everything out this past week that we should be getting new comics back in a couple of weeks. I don't know about a couple of weeks, but I think... Let's see, what did... Let me bring up the email that Eric Because that'll have to tie up with some of this reopening stuff. Yes. And I haven't checked to see if my LCS is reopened as of last week, like they could. I'm assuming so. Here is... I'm trying to get to Eric's email. All it says was, Diamond will resume shipping later this month. So, this being the 9th, that means anywhere from the 10th to the 31st. Right now, since we don't. Mm-hmm. And they're ready to share the April's previews catalog, but I don't think it's going to be... What's on the order form is not going to be what's in the catalog as closely as it used because he says, there are some publisher-based items I would like to share. DC will continue to carry all DC comic products via Diamond. This may mean that some issues will be slightly delayed as we wait for Diamond to resume shipping. Marvel has drastically changed their publishing schedule, and most of those changes are direct adjustments to the items in the April previews catalog, which says to me that you can pretty much toss out the Marvel catalog. If you search, because he goes on to say, if you search previews world, you will likely not see most of these books as Marvel has hidden them for the time. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't quite understand what that meant. But. I don't either. Mm-hmm. I just pretty much think that uh, whatever's in the Marvel's preview catalog, uh, previous catalog, you can just pretty much toss it. And, of course, Alterna has decided to remove themselves from Diamond distribution. Yeah, I heard that. Not shocking. I think they would have done that anyway. At this time, we have not pursued a relationship with Alterna directly. So you can't... It looks like you won't be able to order Alterna from Calabunga, which I wasn't really reading anything from them anyway. I don't know. I haven't gone out and looked at the April 2020 order form yet. So. Yeah, I haven't either. It's not due to the 22nd, but I was thinking about going through it to kind of see... I'm surprised you usually get, go through that the first day and get all your the order form. No, I go through previews. The order form is a little different. You can't you can't see the pretty pictures. Well, that's true. That is true, of course. So, but you know what? I did make a point this past week to catch up on some reading. That's so good. I I finally finished reading. Well, actually, I started the first issue of both these series. And somehow missed the second issue and got the others. And then I finally got the second issues. But they'd been sitting there for months. And I finally read those last week. Well, I actually reread issue one and read through them. So I finished American Carnage from Vertigo when it was still Vertigo. I guess it's not Vertigo anymore. Uh, it's not anything. Vertigo's gone. So. Yep, yep. So that was pretty good. Um, and then I f- read The Warning, which was an image comic. Mm-mm-mm. So, but anyway, yeah, I finished reading the warning, which is actually pretty good. And I'm actually sitting after I finished, I was wondering how that would have read monthly because it read so much better, I guess, collected or together reading all through them is it's, it's very, not much dialogue in it. And it's very much, uh, military jargon driven. So it was interesting. But I can definitely, reading it that way, saw where it would read better uh, collected. So, 
I can't remember if I talked about this last episode or not. <clears throat> if I did, I apologize. But this is this kind of shutdown has really got me questioning how I'm going to buy and consume comics going forward. Oh, is it? I don't know if we did talk about that. That does sound like a revelation. You going to Mike Myers' route? Um, I might. I'm thinking about cutting way back on single issues it, because a lot of the time anyway I will let two or three four issues accumulate before I read them you know, I'm not reading everything when it comes out immediately mm-hmm. so it's almost like I'm waiting for enough issues to come out that it would be an out and trade anyway so I'm thinking about cutting way back on the actual number of single issue comics I buy and just wait and buy trades or hardcovers yeah well yeah well you know that got the they got, you know, I was actually thinking about this the other day. So I remember when this was first started for the week or two, and I can't remember who I was listening to. I think it was Mike Myers, and they were talking about you got to have something come out because you've got these people addicted to your product, and this is going to break the addiction. And, and I'm kind of wondering if that's what's kind of happening. You know, I really haven't got, you know, had my new comic book Wednesday and got my books and sat there and read through them and do, done all that for a few weeks. And you know what? That hasn't happened for a while. And you know what? The world's still turning and the sun still comes up and the sun still sets so hmm no it's the same way i i doubt it would break the addiction i really don't because i think the people that buy individual comics are doing it for number one collectability or they just won't like the yeah yeah but you know i've been sitting there thinking about am i going to go back to my old buying habits Am I gonna? I've been kind of like looking up and trying to get uh, back issues and fill up runs here, and you know, kind of looking at that, and maybe considering new comics to be back issues in two to three months. Right. So not having to get stuff right when it comes out. I don't know. I'm still debating. Yeah, I am too. There are a number of things I will still get period in periodic comics. Um, Batman and Detective Comics, largely because I'm doing the podcast with Bill, so I need to keep up with those. I can't let those stack up for two or three months and nope. read them. So. Oh, speaking of which, do you know there's several uh, Detective 27 single pages for sale on eBay? No, I didn't. None of them have Batman in them. Ah. Well, then, what's the point? That you can say you own a piece of a Detective 27? Now, we're not talking about Detective Comics 27 from 1939, right? Yes, I am. Oh, you are? Yes, I am. They're single pages. So, CGC will slab single pages. They're called PGs, which right. I guess stands for pages. But it appears that, I mean, they're they're over $1,000 each, and none of them contain Batman. So, this tells you what, if it was a single page with Batman in it would be. Now, now the reason I was looking, I was actually looking at that today reason I was looking is because several weeks ago there were single pages from Batman number one up for sale on eBay, and those had Batman and Joker in them. Okay, how have I never seen a single page slabbed? Because I have not seen one. Have you not? Ever. Oh, well, you're going to have to go into Evil Bay and take a look. I guess so. Not that I can afford to spend $1,000 on a page. Well, it depends on if it's a page of, of what. It's also depending on is it going to increase in value or not, or how much of a speculation am I willing to... 
Let's see. So, yeah, so there it is. So here's the page I'm looking at. It's Detective Comics number 27, DC Comics 539, May of 1939, page 9 only. And then it's like from the collection of an individual. Now, it still does say on the slab, first appearance of Batman, Bruce Wayne, and Commissioner James Jim Gordon. And it... uh. So it's got all the stuff there that would read a, read about it if it was the full thing, but then it's this page, and it looks like it's a Western. Okay, first question is, how could it be page 9 only? It would have to be page 9 and 10. Yeah, well, no, I agree, because on the back is page 10. It shows both sides. Well, for the story, it's page 4 and 5. <laughs> okay. Oh, and it does say PG, brittle pages. Well, yes, I would imagine. I'm trying to see where are the others. So do they grade it on the same one to tens, zero nope. to tens, Cal? It's just given a PG. Okay. It's PG. That's why I'm saying it has no grade. But it is authenticated that it is. Oh actual... yeah. Okay. That's that. I guess that is the nice thing about it. So, right. Um, you know the, the it's the buy it now on there, so there may be people looking at it and everything, but it may have that price, but it's not like it's been bid up to that price. That's interesting because I like to say I've never seen a single page slabbed, and it's nice that they would authenticate it because they have over the years issued several facsimiles of yep. that. So you wouldn't know if it was the original from '39 or the facsimile they released mm-hmm. with Cracker Jacks in 1952. Yeah, but whatever. if I look here, so the page 19 is on here, so you know it's got to be page 19 and 20. Uh, page, I don't know what page that is, but it's the first page of whatever story it is. What's it say? Page, 28th page only. So it's the 28th and the 29th. Yeah, that is kind of funny how it says this page only, but I guess it's the front facing page. Right. And then there's page 10 and 11, page 5 and 6. So you've got all these pages. But so, which pages were was Batman on? I don't know. And the next question is: Was this all from the same seller? Mm, I don't know. I'd have to see. I'm not gonna sit there and look at them and find out. So that looks like there's like five or six single pages from that for sale on eBay. Yeah, there's the oversized Golden Age replica. Oh no, no, there's another one. Oh, the price is going up. So it's page 30. And so that must mean 30 and 31. Well, now this begs another question. Is You could almost start putting a whole, whole one together. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of goes along with what my question is. It's like, what prompted a person to do this? Did they get an old copy of 27 with some pages missing? So they decided, what the hell, I'll just separate them all? Or... What? I mean, I mean, it could be, I guess. I mean, is it more, do you get more money for it, air quotes, money for it, if you break up the pages as opposed to, oh, here's a copy of Detective 27 with the Batman pages ripped out. So it's everything about a Detective 27 except Batman. Well, I don't know. That's, that's what I'm saying. I just, I'm, I'm curious as to how you would come about doing that, just getting a single page slabbed. It would have to be, almost, that you didn't have a full copy. You had some pages missing, so you just decided, what the hell, I'll just separate them all. Okay, so there is a Batman 1 page 
CGC page from Batman 1, page 14th wrap only. What's that mean? But I see Batmobile, I see Batman, and I see Robin. No Joker. And this one is only $750. Well, that's a bargain. First appearance of Joker and Catwoman. But I don't understand what 14th wrap means. So does wrap mean... Well, we'll think of how a, how a book, comic book is done, right? So, like, page one and two is also page 24 and 25, right? So it's it's wrapped. So if you... That's got to mean it's page 14. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. So, you can get a bat page of Batman 1. Ooh, there's another one. Oh, it's it's oh it's labeled NG, NGOW. I have no idea what NG means. Interesting. Oh, there's Robin. There's Batman. And there's a Joker on it. Actually, there's two Joker. I see Joker in two panels. And then you go to the back panel. This is actually a pretty good page. And Alfred. So you've got Alfred, Joker, Batman, and Robin on several times. I guess who you don't see is Catwoman, because she's in Batman 1, 2, correct? Yes. So, I mean, why would they even put that on the banner? First appearance of Catwoman and Joker if they're not on the page, neither from well, the page. Well, it's the banner for the comic, not the banner for the page. Oh, okay. All right. This is actually pretty enti- interesting. Oh, there are three. Ooh. Ooh. There's three bids on it. The highest bid currently is $11.50. See, I'm just curious as to what kind of market there is for this. I mean, you're sure you could turn around and flip your Batman 457 and probably make money on it or, you know, your X-Men something. But is this something that's going to hold value or is it, you know, what kind of market is there for single pages that are slabbed? I can't imagine it's much. I may be wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, how? what are the odds? So somebody else has got another page, and it's the exact same page as one of the others, except it looks like it's in better shape, as a, you know, as much as a single page in better shape can be. I was going to say, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, there's another one. Let's see what's on this one. Oh, there's Batman in one, two, three, four, five, six panels in a row. And then you see him again in one, two, three, four, five panels. And it's also got the bat plane. Oh, but you know what? It's in a PGX holder. Ooh. And it wasn't the bat plane then. It was the bat gyro is what he called it. In the original. Really? Yep. The bat gyro. Because it's got the helicopter blades on top. Nope. It does say bat plane. Okay. Bat plane. Interesting. Oh, oh. Next to the last panel says, but out of the sky, spitting death. The Batman. Because he's got a machine gun mounted to the front of the plane. Oh, yes. Because Batman carried weapons in the, originally. He, used to, he carried a pistol and actually resulted in people's deaths. And everybody, don't, everybody doesn't realize that. But yeah, Batman used to kill early on. Just like Ben oh. Affleck's Batman does. Yeah, I'm not anywhere near ready to pay $3,000 for one page of comics. I'm just not. But it's a Batman one. I know that, but I would rather try to find, well, I don't know. I just can't imagine doing that. 
Not that but I even have can... the money to do it right now with. But... Yeah. But then you can sit there and you know put it in your collection and sit there and say, yeah, I actually have a Batman 1 page. True. You but know, I... you do that pregnant pause with the page. <laughs> yes, and then everybody looks at you like, you fool. I don't know. I, I have to look, but I just, that's, I don't know. Maybe I've changed my mind. Now, I am going to keep my eye on this one that's only like $12 right now. Well, you think you could lowball them from, get it for 15 maybe? 15 16 bucks. I don't know, but, oh, okay, it's it's on the watch list. Uh, I just want to see what they, I just want to see what they go for in auction. I see what people are, what they've got the buy it now prices for. I want to see what it actually sells for. Right. So. But you know, somehow that's some that's the only way some of us are gonna ever get some of those early books or you know, here's a page or a coverless copy or well even a coverless copy of like a Detective twenty seven or a Batman one. Yeesh. Speaking of getting a good book at a low price, Aaron Bell has struck again. Oh, did he? What did he get? He got a de- deluxe edition hardcover of Punk Rock Jesus for twenty bucks. Oh yeah, I think I saw him post something like that. I don't he know how much it. does one of those go for. Uh, it's out of print. It's not. It's not like a Rachel Rising where you're gonna get hundreds for it. But I, you, it usually goes for more than the twenty. I mean, that's not a complete steal. He got a much better deal on his Rachel Rising because that's harder to find. But well, until they do a reprint. Well, they've done a reprint, I think. Mm. I thought Ooh, they did. Speaking... Maybe I didn't. Speaking of which, did you, you got your last two issues of um, five years. What do you think about that? Haven't read them. Well, you haven't read them. Haven't read them yet. Nope. Or it's it's not like you got to wait for issue eleven because it's only going to issue ten. I know. I just haven't read them. How could you not have read them? Uh, by not reading them yet. Uh, <laughs> killing me. I will get to them. Are you just not reading any comics? I'm reading some, yes. I finished, I caught up on Batman and the Outsiders. Read a couple things for the Bat Pod because since we're not getting new comics, we've gone back and we're doing, picking old books. So we recorded one here week before last and I chose Dark Allegiances. And I forgot how damn good that book is. Which one's that one? That's the one that takes place in 1939, it's an Elseworlds. Book. Oh, okay. 64 pages, where Bruce Wayne, they he completely changes the background. Bruce Wayne was orphaned, but his parents were killed in a police raid, a botched police raid, and he grew up poor and became an industrial designer, and that's how he made his fortune. And it recasts all the characters. There's a character called Reverend. Oh gosh. Reverend James, who's actually the Joker, and another character who's the Penguin. But they all have different names, different roles. So, anyway. So, yeah, I'm reading. I'm just not reading. just haven't read. I think I'm trying to savor it. Because once we read Finish Five Years, we don't know what's going to be coming out next from Terry Moore. Uh, he hasn't said. I think so. Yeah, but, you know, he'll have something. Well, yeah. It just, just may be a little while, you know. i tell you one thing. He's been... Well, uh, he hasn't been doing all these sketches, but he's been a fiend on uh, 
Twitter about some of his current and past sketches. Oh, yeah. He's Getting those post, out. Posting them. Yeah, I tweeted out that I think he got one night he overdosed on Dr. Pepper 10 and just started. Of which I would pay. Now, you want to talk about <laughs> overpaying. I would pay a lot of money for that original Motor Girl sketch that he did back in 2003. Uh, is that the one where she's just, is that the one that shows up in that one, um, he's got a sketchbook where she's in it, and it's supposed so. to be the first published picture of her. Yeah, it was his, when he was still doing a concept of it, back in, and he's dated it, signed it and dated it, 2003. Oh, I think it's even before that one I'm thinking about. Okay. She has a much more, the face on it is much more girlish with longer eyelashes than how he drew her in the comic. And she's holding, I think, a welding gun in one hand. Oh, she got the welding hat or visor on and she's got it flipped up? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, 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 yeah. He tweeted that one out. And I'm, I doubt he would sell it. I wouldn't sell it if I were him. But yeah. He could, command, he could command a lot of money for that. Yeah, we need more motor girl. I would go for that. Oh, did you see that Neil Adams version? Yes. And that was good Neil Adams. I was going to say, that was that was the 70s, 80s Neil Adams. Oh, crap. That. We just Now we owe him 50 bucks each. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> you said it twice, so it, it's 150 that you owe. Oh, son of a... <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I know, I couldn't believe that. I saw that and like, son of a... And that was for some charity uh, sketch and drink. Was that a drink and draw or I don't know something I that was remember. for a charity auction that he did that. I guess you do other people's creators and such. So right or other creators' creations. Mm, I guess that's the way you say that. How much have you been, if any, participating in these creator auctions to try to help local comic shops and? Uh, well, you see, some of them I can't differentiate where they're, they're doing these promotions to promote their shops or their, or LCS shops. I was watching the ones on Twitter, but I, I, I thought about getting that one from Omaha bound where it was the, the, uh, whatever was the Kirby one where he had different artists in the past had sketched Kirby and then they collected them together into that, that proof. But eh, I just, I don't know. I got to think about what, I didn't know what I would do with it. Other right. than put it on a shelf, so. But I have been doing some of the stuff where creators have been doing stuff on their shops. Like I did buy, so Stan Sakai, um, on his shop, he had if you buy something over the next two weeks, he would just remark remark on it for free. So he had a limited, uh, five hundred of Usagi Ojimbo number six, a blank cover. So I ordered one of those, and he did a full quick sketch. I don't know how. I don't know what you'd call it. Um, but it's a full figure of Usagi, and it probably took him about like five minutes and all the sketch. But it's it's got all the detail and everything I want, and he signed it and everything on there, and it's great. And so that was a that was a bargain for me like that because he only usually does the West Coast or Hawaii. And I saw some, where some other people had gotten ones and put them on on uh, on Twitter and showed them off. But every one of them is different. I haven't seen one yet where they're kind of even similar. 
Right. So, so I got that, and I've been other than yeah. So I've been plugging some holes in my X Men run and some other stuff, but I really haven't seen any of the stuff to support the local comic shop stuff that I've. And maybe maybe I'm bad because I haven't. I just haven't seen anything that caught my eye. Anything that caught my eye was then going for a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars or something like that. And then then you got Jim Lee doing sketches that are going from anywhere from six grand to fourteen grand. So eh. not interested. Never been that huge fan of Jim Lee. Oh, I like some of his stuff. I like some of his stuff, but I don't think he's. You didn't like that his the when he did Hush. That Hush storyline from 608 to 620? Yeah, I did. Because he, he could draw a, a very nice Poison Ivy. And I like that and that one Joker cover where Batman's choking him. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'm just I'm kind of hedging around a little bit because so many people look at him and think he's the greatest Batman artist ever. And no, he's not. Nope. Not even close. Maybe it's just me being... A, get off my lawn kind of thing. He's a good artist. A great artist, really. I just He's just not one that appeals to me all that much. Yeah. And it does seem Terry Moore has something against Batman. He doesn't like Batman. He said it on his <laughs> thing. He <laughs> didn't really, I'm not sure why. Oh, I did like that sketch he did when uh, Batman was arm wrestling Tamby. Yes. That was nice. But no, I mean, have you got to participate in any of these uh, charity things? No, I haven't. I've been really cutting back. I've, just because of, I think, all the uncertainty, Pam's been a little bit nervous about things, and she asked me to curtail some of my spending, but unless I just absolutely had to. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you still got all those loving rockets you got to read through. Yes, oh, I've got plenty to read through. I mean... I mean, I've read most of all Love and Rocks. I just haven't read it, you know, in the original magazines. But I guess I need to go back and do because that would make it somehow more special. What? You're actually going to touch them and read them in the original style? Won't you damage them with your finger oils and the sunlight? Maybe. 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 I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't plan on doing that. Well, don't let me talk you out of it. Oh, yeah, I'm, you won't. I'm, <laughs> now, here, okay, here's the Punk Rock Jesus Deluxe Edition. It says $17 or best offer. So, maybe that wasn't such a great deal that Aaron got. Well, but see, it, now, you, know, know you, you, need, you need to lowball it and get it for 10 bucks, and then sit there and say, look what I got for 10 bucks." Well, I've already got it. I don't need it again. So. But for 10 bucks, you can have two. You can hold one in each hand. I don't. I don't see the point. <laughs> so you gotta have it so you can just lord it over Aaron that you got a better deal, or then you sell it to Ronnie for twenty bucks. True, I could do that. Wait a second, didn't he send you some comics? Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, sent me a whole whole box. Some of them were dupes because he sent me some Batman and Detective comics. Uh, a couple of duplicates that I had, but... Well, you don't sound too disappointed. No, he's... I mean, I had some good stuff in there. Uh, I don't have him in front of me, and the titles are escaping me at the moment. Batman? More Batman? Even more Batman? Uh, there's some Batman. He didn't really send me all that much. Uh, he, The one thing that he said that I actually sung out for was the 
All-Star Batman and Robin, issue eight, the Jim Lee cover A. But I thought you didn't like Jim Lee. I said I don't, he's not my favorite artist. I don't just gush over him like everyone else does. I still like his art. Plus, I want to have all those covers. I want to have the A and B cover of that whole set. And that's the only A cover I don't have. Well, I thought you, I thought he sent it to you, so you do have it now. I do don't have you? it now, yes. That's why oh, I'm okay. in there. But, Man, you're just confusing me tonight. So now I'm all I'm missing is, I think it's the issue 9B cover, and that's by uh, Frank Quietly. Oh, I think that's the one I got. And of at course, the time, I think I, I was only getting the B covers, I think. Of course, now I also want the uh, the issue where the curse words shine through. The... <laughs> Ooh, I don't think there are too many of those. No, there's not. And I'm sure if you found one, you'd have to pay a lot of coin for it. So. Well, that's when, you know, when we go to C2E2 and we're in the dollar bins digging and you find those in a dollar bin, you got to look at them. Always got to look at them. And boy, Eric was really unintentionally, you know, teasing when he showed us all those. They got a, an additional hundred long boxes full of stuff. Yeah, but if you can't let anybody in the store. Well, that's true. But eventually you'll be able to get back in the store. So that's, what are you saying? You want to do a road trip to Wisconsin? Well, that's. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> but going up there you strictly like... to. For Wisconsin to go to Cowabunga, I think any deals that I found would probably be offset by the airfare. Airfare? I said road trip. Old Sparky drove all the way to Chicago, what, a few months back? Well, that's Sparky. I mean... (laughs) I can't imagine. I just can't imagine driving that. That would be... That would suck. Well, as long as it's not in the snow. See, I turned, yes, in, I turned in my lease vehicle, and I haven't gotten a new one, so we're down to just one vehicle right now, and that's my Honda Ridgeline, which gets about 50 feet per gallon gas mileage. <laughs> it's so that's more how than social, that. That's how you social distancing. You just get rid of your vehicle so you can't go anywhere. Well, no, we can go anywhere. It's just that uh, we don't really, really need more than one vehicle right now. So I, I was thinking about getting another but then all this covid stuff hit and i'm like well i'm not taking on a car payment with all the uncertainty true true i'm sure one of those one of batmobiles that were made for the tv show or for sale somewhere something about a batmobile from the batman 66 tv series no i wasn't that it had triggered me to think about something else and now i can't remember anyway but no um i can't see myself driving to chicago anytime soon that would be Quite. Well, you sit there and you make trip. it a you make it a you make it an adventure. You like drive up to Oklahoma City, see some stuff there. Then you drive like to Joplin or Branson, take a little in there. Then you get up to St. Louis, take a little bit in there, and then you kind of drive up to. I don't know. Do we see anywhere worth stopping between Wisconsin and St. Louis that day? Not really that I remembered. Oh yeah. So so you get up to. Wisconsin later that day. So okay. See, it's all planned out for you. Now I can make it a real adventure and stop in East St. Louis like Sparky did. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want to suggest that to anybody. God, he was going on about that, and I was, and I was just like, yeah, that that was not good. I can't remember what prompted him to stop there anyway. 
They wanted to get a view of the city and the arcs from across the river. So I can understand that. You just don't do that. Right. <laughs> get a view of a shiv in your ribs, between your yeah. ribs. Yeah, no. Corona hasn't stopped any of that. No. Hey, how's the how's the storms been down there this spring? You got any tornadoes yet? No, it's been we've had a few bad weather storms, but nothing really significant yet. Which uh, kind of surprised it still me. Early? It's it's no, it's we're into May, so Yeah, I thought it was prime season and I really haven't heard anything either us here either. We haven't really had that many thunderstorms or weather like that roll through. Of course they're getting snow in Boston today, so Maybe yes. we're just maybe it's just late. I mean, we got storms through here Friday night. No, Thursday night. And we've had a couple other storm systems come through, but nothing significant and certainly no tornadoes or damaging hails. And yeah, mm-hmm. we're right in the middle of the spring storm season cuz by June it usually Mid-June, it usually dries out, and then we don't get any rain at all for the whole rest yeah. of the summer. Other than, I don't know, but being in Texas, there's always the possibility of a late-night, early-a.m. thunderstorm, just because of the heat. If you get enough moisture, then they can crop up anytime, but it's pretty rare in the summer. So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the coronavirus hmm. is affecting the weather. Or maybe it's... Uh... Affected by all the pollution in the air, and now that nobody's all driving around like they were, and the air's kind of cleared up, all the weather's gotten better? Could be. It's been interesting reading about that. Like, they were talking about, I'm trying to think of the city in India, Mumbai, Mm -hmm. where they say now they can see, oh no, it's further up, it's where, they can see mountains that they haven't been able to see in like 30 years from the city, because of the reduced pollution, because... People aren't driving as much. Same thing in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. It was pretty amazing, some of the before and after pictures in, like, a couple of weeks. Mm-mm. Ooh, I will say, I did. there was something else I did get here uh, this, uh, this week. So I had found this online, and I think we've talked about it before. The And I showed you it when you were here, like, the Ariel, the Book of Fantasy, the one where I had the, the, the signed version by Ray Bradbury. So there were only four issues every put out, and I've found issue. So what I, what I had was issue two, and I found issues three and four. So now all I got to do is find issue one. But these things are just beautiful. Right. I'm sure they are. I just never knew these existed or these had these in them. So. Ah. Uh. So, yeah, so now I need to find issue one, and then we'll be in a a good place with that collection. Yes. I could find some, I, I probably need to find some, I could stand to eventually find some better, um, or some of these in better conditions. They just don't pop up that often. Right. So, I'll take what I can get. That's kind of the way I am. As long as it's not completely ragged out, with the you know corners all missing or something like that, I'm usually pretty happy with what I've got. But yeah, I wonder if CGC would slab these because these aren't slab worthy. Hmm. I was gonna say, if you've got a dot comic that's worth six bucks, it's not worth paying 
<laughs> the $30 plus shipping for CGC. Yeah, but some people do it. They slab anything and everything, and then... I don't know. And then they... Oh, I'm tired of this. I want to try to sell it. And it's like... You're selling it for... I don't know. This makes no sense. I've seen some slabs where it's like the guy's got them for sale for like 30 bucks or so. And I'm like, it costs more than that when they shipped it to you. Right. So why'd you slab it? I don't know. I forget what it was I was looking at. Oh, yeah. Somebody had slabbed... Um, like the first five or six issues of droids from the 80s. And there's nothing special about them. But they're slabbed, and he's trying to sell them for like $30, $35 each. I'm like, eh, okay. Maybe you do get a discount if you do a bunch of them at once. Like, so I guess I can see that. You would have to have quite a few. Quite a number, I would think, before they give you much of a discount. Well, I know you get a discount if, you, if you're uh, slabbing baseball cards or something. Yeah, because you usually have a more more of those. But I mean, how how often do they get an order or somebody sends them a hundred comics to slab all at once? I don't know. I've seen some comic unboxings where somebody sends off like fifty, sixty, or seventy okay. of them. They're usually shops, right? You know, they'll have the you know the customers will come in and they'll gather up fifty and submit them all together so they can I guess get a discount. Okay, makes sense. So I'm trying, still trying to figure out how they didn't close and how they were essential. Who? CGC? CGC. Well, number one, it's not a retail store, I wouldn't think. Like, I know you could walk in and take your comics to CBCS, but it's not like you've got 50, 60 people milling around, looking around. So I think that was part of the reason. Other than that, I mean, you've got, I don't know. I don't know. Just like it doesn't make sense that uh, hair salons were able to reopen here in the state of Texas, but tattoo parlors can't. And tattoo parlors are usually more sanitary than than hair salons, barbershops. Well, one would think. Uh, just from what little experience I have, because Pam's got a couple of tattoos, and I've known other people... That have gotten tats. Anyway, I'm digressing here. So what else you got on the docket? Ooh, not much else. You know, it's just been pretty much go to work, come home, go to work, come home, order some stuff online. <laughs> <laughs> Understand? So I'm trying to think if I got anything else on the way or that came in. So it's just a few comics, a few magazines. Nothing really spectacular. I, you know, it's it's... I've just been ordering like $10 stuff. Oh, I will say, there is another Poison Elves original art going on that I'm just not getting my hopes up for because of the damn sniping on eBay. Right. So, I am keeping my eye on that. But, no, it's just been catching up on back issues. That's good. And just wondering when I'll be able to get some. I I did get up, catch up on that Daredevil, but I still I'm like five issues behind. But two of the issues I don't have, and I'm kind of stuck until I find those two issues. But I refuse to buy, you know, comics that are less than six months old on the internet for cover price, where the shipping's going to be twice as much as what I paid for it. <laughs> right. What about your well, your CS is closed. Let's go say, can they pick it up for you? Yeah, exactly. They're closed. I can't do that. Well, they didn't have it there when I was looking for it. That was the thing. That was a couple, uh, 
It's like I went around to two or three comic shops here and couldn't find it, so I don't know if it's popular or people just aren't ordering it or whatever it is. So, who knows? Who knows? Which one are you missing, by the way, of the Daredevil? Like, uh, I think I'm just ish- missing issue 15 and 17. Okay, because I'm missing 18, because I was looking at it today, going through, and I'm missing 18. I don't, I don't know how I missed it. So. Yeah, somehow I got 16, 18... I, well, actually, let me see if I can take a look. I don't know. It's not on my pull list. I started just grabbing them, trying it, and then I got, then I really liked it, and then it's like, but I haven't added it. So I have 16, 18, and 19. So I need issue 17. Actually, no, I need issue 15 and 17. Yes, that's what I thought. But I have 16, 18, and 19. Well, I've got 17, so I could, I could photocopy the pages and just send them to you. Oh, won't the Marvel lawyers... <laughs> Get on to us? Probably. <laughs> I could hook up my webcam, and and I can just read it through the webcam and ask you to turn the page when I'm done. That's true. Except I don't have a webcam. Oh, well, there you go. So. Honestly, I could probably get on the Hoopla app, and they're probably on Hoopla. Probably. Or I could get... Well, see, I don't have Comixology or any of that, so... I doubt oh, it's going to be on Unlimited this soon. Uh, it wouldn't be on Marvel Unlimited at this point. Uh, they're they're usually six months behind. It takes them six months to get on before they start showing up on Marvel. So no, seventeen probably wouldn't wouldn't be there yet. So no. Sorry. Bit of a shock. I'll eventually find it. That's good. So oh, that's all I got. I haven't done much of anything special. Oh, I did watch a three hour, three and a half hour documentary. No Direction Home. It's about Bob Dylan. Tracing basically from the late 50s up to 1966. Which I know that probably interests no one but me. So, <laughs> And it's been it's a few years old. I think it was back done back in 2010, 2011. I just haven't ever seen it. So Saw it on Netflix. and Oh, I did start watching some of the Monty Python's Flying Circus on Netflix. Oh, you did? Yes, and they've got all it, the three seasons out there. Uh, is it as good as you remember? Yeah, in places. Some of it I'm thinking like, hmm, it's a little, it's a little dated <laughs> from the 70s, but you know, it's still as hilarious as ever. Not as uh, good as the Holy Grail. I mean, the Holy Grail is just unbelievably funny. Uh, I take it you haven't been watching Clone Wars. No, not at all. <laughs> I still have to watch. I have, I've got like 18 or 19 movies to catch up on first, because I've only seen the first Star Wars movie, <laughs> the uh, very first one. Okay, the 77. Yeah. Okay. At so, least you've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. I didn't care to see any others after that. So. Ah. Uh, I know. I'm like one of the few. I'm the only person in the world who does it. No, there's others lose out there their shit like over that. Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I don't lose mine. It's just you know that was a. I was seven, ten, and thirteen when those came. Uh, seven, ten, and twelve when those came out. So it was a formative part of my life. See, I was six seventy six. That would have made me fifteen, or seventy seven, sixteen when that came out. So. Yeah, you had other things to do. Yeah. But. Oh, still doing any drawing or painting? Uh, yeah, some. Haven't done as much as this past week, but I'm still trying to get back into it. 
Uh, so you've been following the advice in uh, uh, the Terry Moore book? When I when it applies, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, you finally read it. Well, I read it before, I told you. I just hadn't read the how I had it in digital, but I just haven't ever had it in print. So, yes, I went back and reread that. Quite quite informational and instructional. If you're in any way wanting to be a comic artist or any kind of artist, really. I mean, it, yeah, I think you had to have some fundamentals down before it get it gets. Well, yes, it's not applicable for you. This is not for rank beginners. No, <laughs> can't hurt. So how long does it take you to go from a rank? beginner until you have something that actually looks decent uh, some people never get there it, i don't know it just it depends <laughs> on how how often and how diligently you practice well i mean but is it a skill you can develop or is it just you have to one of those things like you have to be born with it i see this is where i get into argument with people because i don't I think s- i have an artistic bone in my body well i never did either i i didn't draw as a kid i didn't draw i had no innate showing nothing that showed any innate artistic ability uh, at all. And then I decided it's about age, gosh, it's been 40, at age 46, something like that. I said, I'm going to learn to draw. And so I started doing it. I started taking classes and reading books and practicing. And I got to be fairly diligent at it and fairly decent at it. And then I went into painting. So, yes, there are people that have an innate ability, but even the great artists of the Renaissance, Michelangelo, Da Vinci, they still went into apprenticed themselves to master artists and worked and practiced. So there's, you can have an innate, innate ability, but you still need to work at it and practice and get better. And I think anybody can learn to draw to some degree if you want to. That's the thing about it is, you have to want to do it and you have to be diligent at it. And very many people, very few people want to badly enough to learn. But if you really want to, you can learn to draw with some proficiency. Maybe not great, maybe not anything that's saleable or publishable, but yeah, I firmly believe that. Because I've seen it happen. I've seen people who are not, don't have innate ability, myself being one of them, that have gained some proficiency in drawing. That's my little lecture for today. Ooh, well, maybe maybe there's some hope then for me. Well, that depends. If you want I just got to I just got to sit down and decide I want to do it and diligently do it. Yes, you do. So, but that's it. Anyway, well, I don't have anything else. No, I don't either. We kind of just do this together because yes. I thought Ronnie wanted to record and then he went off and started cooking steaks. He decided he had he preferred beef over open bar. <laughs> so, We've been listening to Best of the Rest, the Not Open Bar edition. If you'd like to tweet the show, it's at BOTR Comics. You can reach me at JFORGETS. Hey, and I'm at UT Engineer. We will see you next time.